But Frances could not face what Jeremiah had done to her, and Georgiana could not turn away from it. The ways in which they could survive this were incompatible. The realities had diverged. To accept Georgiana into any part of her life would be to accept that it had all truly happened just, to, just as Georgiana had said it had. And that wasn't something Francis was prepared to do. We're doing fine. I'm doing fine. Welcome to We're Doing Fine, book club edition. I'm Lisa. And I'm Robbie. And this week we read... No, this, this week? month. This, this <laughs> week. We've started a new format, guys. Keep up, okay? And... Good lord, I would not. Okay, people. How many books can we read a month? <laughs> Apparently four. We could do a challenge one month. Just for fun. <gasps> a charity bookathon. <gasps> anyway. This is not the time. This month we read Reputation by... Oh. Reputation. So much spit in my mouth right now. <laughs> this is all staying in? No, this, you're not editing this week, so... <laughs> <clears throat> this month we read Reputation by Lex Croucher, and it is essentially One Tree Hill meets Bridgerton. It was incredible. I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. All right, Georgiana. <laughs> I must be the protagonist. You must be. So our main character, Angie, I'm getting off of Lisa right now. In fairness, that's 11, <laughs> 11 p.m. over there and 7 a.m. That's how I do here. at the middle of the night. I am that's... main character energy. <laughs> That's why yeah. I'm impossible to go clubbing with. I'm the complete opposite in the morning. I'm just like, I want to be an extra. <laughs> I, want <z> <laughs> z I want zero lines. I want to just look into the background. <laughs> I want to specifically want to be that extra from Doctor Strange. Just saying. Have you seen that clip? The pizza one? No, it's in the funeral in Multiverse of Madness. Not the funeral, the wedding at Multiverse of Madness. Mm. So it's like Doctor Strange sits down, there's an old lady in the background, and she's just doing this. She's just doing this. <laughs> Fantastic. I'll have to go back and look for that. I will send you a clip. I saved it off of TikTok. Anyway, sorry, this is Book Club, and... um. For uh, for anyone that needs a little recap, reputation begins with Georgiana moving in with her aunt and uncle. To does does the town have a name? Probably. The, but we don't remember it. Um, <laughs> so she moves to this like small country town in the English countryside home. Literally, yeah, like <laughs> so vague all the time. All I know is it's not London because they can't wait to return. Um, and she basically meets a friend. She makes a friend called Francis, and through Francis, she meets a fairly large group of friends. Which means there's a lot of names in this book, um, and they all sound the same. It's so they're right. all old timey British names. Who do we have? We have Mr. Hawksley so there's Georgiana and Mr. There's Francis, Frawley, there's Cecily, and Mr. 
Mr. Wimbley. Oh. So, Mr. Wombly. Francis, Cecily, <laughs> Jonathan, Christopher, and who is the angry one? Well, we have Mr. Hoxley, which is Thomas, and then yeah, um, he's not the really in their friendship. Jeremiah. Yeah, no, I was talking about the ghetto, the angry ghetto that Francis. Oh, what's her name? <laughs> yes, the lesbian. Um, yeah, Anne. You was can't say Anne? that word out loud. It wasn't Anne, was it? No. Oh, uh, I don't know. They all had just such plain British names. Jane? Ouch. Was it Jane? Jane? It was Jane. Plain Jane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jane that was the main... Anne, they're all the same. Yeah. So that was the main group. And then around that you had Jeremiah. And then you also had... Uh, what was the one you just mentioned? Thomas. Thomas, Thomas Hawksley. Uh, and then you also have Miss... Uh, Betty, what's her face? Who, Betty Walters. Oh. Betty Walters. And she Lovely is, girl. She is not in the group. Very much not in the group. But her penmanship is excellent. Um, oh, yes. And so the book is about Georgiana trying to um, embed herself in this group of friends while also dreaming, dreaming dealing with the social drama and the family drama that she's also got um, and then it gets kind of real real quick where people are suffering with alcoholism and drug abuse. Yeah I would say shit hit the fan in the second half of this book. It really did. It really did. So that's where I'm going to leave it for now if you have not read this book and you're thinking well damn that just sounds quite good. I wish I joined you guys for the book club. It's not too late. Go and grab a book, read the book, and then come back and join us. Okay? Because yeah. spoilers are ahead now, so. Have we all exactly. read the book Exactly. We're good to go? Alright. Let's, Let's begin. Let's go, because we have some listener questions. We do. First of all, I want to ask you, what did you think of the book in general? What did I think of the book in general? Wildly historically inaccurate. Just fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're so grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think it was really fun. Like I, it gave a real Bridgerton feel, where it did not seem to give a shit if it was historically inaccurate, which is like good if you're not going to be be all into that. Um, yeah, like deep, like double down on that. <laughs> I think all of the characters were like. I think it was just a slightly too large cast of characters. Just personally, um. They mention a lot of names, but that's a very British that time thing to do. So, yeah, yeah. Now all their names sounded the same. Um, and then I don't know. There was like, I really enjoyed it, but there was also like a few things where I'm like, okay, that's just cheesy. Like what? Uh, like the get in the carriage, Georgiana. We're going shopping. <laughs> That was funny. I mean, it was a reference. It was very on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, I just find that cheesy and not to my preference, but that's okay. It doesn't have to be. No, you're the worst. We need to like everything the same. Otherwise, we're not best friends. <laughs> but I think it was really fun. Like, it was a fun read. Uh, yes. I 
I have to say, I actually really, really enjoyed it. I actually read this or listened to this book in like a week and a half. So I've actually started two other books this month because, because I finished it so early. Um, so I that for you. Yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed it. And I will be honest, I was so desperate to read the sequel until I found out that it's not a, it's not a direct sequel. It is sort of like a separate story in the same universe. Oh, well, that actually ties right into our question from Jenny. Yes. Which, thank you, Jenny, for sending in a question. Jenny asked, if the author were to write a spin-off book about one of the characters in this book, which character would you like to read more about? I'd love an origin story about Thomas Hoxley. I just want to oh. read all about his brother and, like, oh, I just... It made me so sad. And then when his mother died so soon after. I, and that's the kind of emo drama I want to read about. I want oh families goodness. falling apart. See, I want the d- exact opposite out of this universe. I would love a rom-com with Cecily. Fair. She was a great character. Like, I want her... It's not the summer season. It's, it's maybe the fall or the winter and she falls madly in love with, like someone below her station or something and it would be called falling and fall no that's a bit too much that's a that's a bit too on the nose right maybe falling in autumn since it's the uk oh yeah that doesn't have the same <laughs> but yeah sorry i interrupted you with the listener question what were you going to say what was i going to say about the sequel um oh yeah it's just um it's not it's not um it's not got the same characters in it so i wasn't really that fussed but my friend Hannah is reading it, so she's going to let me know if, like, they turn up in the end sort of thing. Oh, yeah. That could be fun. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. I'll be honest, right? So, and I'll just throw this out there, because as we've all just discussed, we've all read the book, right? Yes? Mm-hmm. Good. So, obviously, at really the end... Really making up for last month. Um, yeah. Hey, look, <laughs> I've read the book, guys. Have you read the book? Because I've read the book. We've all read the book? <laughs> I've definitely read the book. Um, so obviously at the end, she's, you know, she's admitted, she, she's come out to the world that she was sexually assaulted by Jeremiah. And she's accepted her fate. Like, if, if, if my name gets dragged through the mud, then so mm-hmm. be it. The sequel is called Infamous. I assumed it was going to be the fallout of that and her trying to have a happily ever after with with uh, Thomas oh. while dealing with this, like, you know, bad reputation. Stigma. And then I found out it isn't. And I was like, I was so excited to read the book that I had created in my head. Like, <laughs> of her just trying yeah. to be like, you know, like people being like, we're not coming to your wedding, you harlot. And her be like, oh, cool, cool, cool. You know, like... Well, there's a good thing. There's this thing called Archive of Our Own. What's that? Oh, it's like a fan fiction forum. Oh my god, are you gonna tell me to write fan fiction? Yes. Because I can't even, <laughs> I can't even write my own novels. Never mind fan Nana fiction. Nanorama's coming up. Well, speaking of that ending, or actually speaking of your friend Hannah, Hannah sent us in a question. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Thank you, Hannah. Throughout most of the book. We see many characters struggle with vices and or poor treatment from other alcohol abuse, racism, and sexual assault. I'm interested to hear in which cases you think characters are neglecting their friends and family 
by not addressing these issues versus how much of it is simply acceptance of the fact that you can't always save people? That's an intense qu question, Hannah. Thank you. It is. For me, the one instance that just really stands out, well, I mean, I guess there's two instances, is, um, well, one, when they're on the rooftop and she's they're reading the poetry by the former slave. Yes. And, like, no one, everyone just kind of stands around awkwardly rather than being like, wow, Francis, that's real shit that you have to deal with that from your own father. And then the second is when people just, like, watch Francis's mother be like put down by this beggar like they refuse her money did we ever and find like, out why she came up to her afterwards no which we have another question about that later um but i'm assuming it's racism fyi that was lisa making a slide dig that i've not read the docket <laughs> <laughs> and in my defense it is 7 a.m we made the docket during the night <laughs> To be fair, I made the docket while Robbie was asleep. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, yes, no. Oh, I didn't I didn't um I didn't catch on to that. Yeah, no, I appreciate like Thomas kind of shows his virtue by showing up for the people in his lives, being like, Hey, this isn't okay with me like pointing out the behaviors and he feels like he let Jeremiah down when it's just like there's only so much you can do at some point. Um Yeah. But Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think there's a lot to be discussed there. Like, like also with Frances, when she doesn't use her place and status when it comes to her sexual assaults to help and support Georgiana and use her voice to strengthen the case against Jeremiah, whether that's just because Jeremiah is a man in that society uh, or just because she doesn't want to be bothered with it and also there's the issue of confronting what's happened to yourself so yeah i, I really love quote unquote allowed to happen yeah i love i love how the book dealt with that about and especially mm -hmm. how georgiana like full-on acknowledged that she was like these are two very valid ways to deal with this trauma and she can't force yeah. francis to do anything she just has to accept that that means they cannot be friends because for either one of them to accept the other is to accept a way of confronting that trauma that they cannot physically do. And I yeah. was like, oh shit, this fun little book about romance got really real really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, we have a question from Laura. Thank you, Laura. Georgiana forgave Francis and tried to make peace very quickly. Do you think it would have served the narrative better to let her sit in her anger for a while? Because aside from not acknowledging the fact that Georgiana was assaulted, uh, Francis does a whole take thee to the nunnery shtick about the whole situation. And Georgiana's like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I... <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I would not have forgiven her that quick. Mm-mm. Maybe Georgiana's a better person than I, but I don't think so. <laughs> I don't I don't know if she does forgive her. Well, she definitely tries to make peace and she does seem to she seems to relate and understand where Georgiana's coming or where Francis is coming from real quick in what seems like a rather forgiving way. Mm. Yeah. I think I don't I mean I guess after the church situation, she's probably trying to 
let that happen because you know like Francis does bring the crowd to Jeremiah yeah so there is a and sort I understand of like forgiving her after that point but it seems like right away she was kind of like yeah I get where Georgiana was coming from why she why she confronted my parents about being a whore her feelings were hurt <laughs> I hear. <laughs> I have to have to make it a work time appropriate, you know. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I prefer the word harlot. But yeah. but... Oh, a harlot. Mm-hmm. What about a trollop? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. You're a dirty trollop. Yeah, that's what my nana would call me if I stayed out too late. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. <laughs> you wee trollop. Oh, oh, bless. I love it. <laughs> All right. There's another question from Laura. What did you think of the, reputa- of the representation in the book? And how would you have changed it? I mean, I, my, I love Jonathan. So I'm just going to say the rep- representation is perfect and it should not change because Jonathan is perfect. And I know that's <laughs> Jonathan not... Jonathan is amazing. I know that's not the correct answer, but it's the answer I'm giving. (laughs) No, honestly, I feel like for what the book is, I think it had a remarkable representation. It had a half-black character, it had a half-desi character, it had both gay and lesbian representation. Whoa, in one book? All in one book. Set in England, of all places. Old-timey England. Could you imagine? No, <laughs> I. But uh, no, I think it was. Re- I think it was really well done. Um, I would have just given a little bit more time for the whole Jane and Francis relationship. I felt like a lot Dug of it a was a little bit deeper there. Yeah, a lot of it was surface level. Yeah, and like I would have liked to see more of Jane in the book, and like hear about her feelings, or like hear about how their relationship develops through Francis or something. Yeah. Because it's implied that it's much more serious than than Francis will allow anyone to think. And even at the end, where it was like, um, how, exactly, dare you, yeah. how dare you assume to address Jane's invite to my house? Also, Jane says, don't wear green. <laughs> yeah. Which... Oh my gosh, were you just pissed? I was pissed that they did not have a proposal scene. Can't say I missed it. I think I just assumed it would happen. I mean, like, I knew it was going to happen, but I wanted wanted it. I just feel like we didn't get enough of the cute relationship bits. I wanted more. You wanted more. Lisa wants more. Well, I'm great to... I'm so happy to tell you there's a website called Archive of... (laughs) (laughs) can't even remember it no Goodness. your future platform try again <laughs> well speaking of wanting more we have a question from callum thank you callum there were some plot lines that felt unfinished annabelle in the nunnery how francis mother was treated the necklace etc do you think that ultimately took away anything from the book, or are you okay with them, with these scenes as a simple flavor text? No, I do kind of wish we'd gotten a bit more, like, especially, I don't know, 
there was so many like plot points that were just kind of left on the table. Yeah. Cecily's broken engagement. There was the necklace. I assumed something was going to come of that or like that Francis was going to give it to her as a gift or throw it at her, or break it in front of her when she was mad. I don't know. Something. They made such a big hubbub about the necklace. Um, the whole mistreatment of Francis's mother in public. I thought that was going to go somewhere. Like, I don't know. There was just like Jane, Jane and Francis's relationship. I just, I feel like I needed more of all of those little tidbits or a lot of them could have just been kind of left out. Yeah. Especially yeah. the necklace that didn't go anywhere. That was just a, we're going shopping. Francis spent so much money and I'm poor. Yeah, I think, I mean, I guess it serves to show exactly how poor she is when, you know, she couldn't afford a hat. Well, you know, hats are expensive. Yeah, but, you know, she's living with all these wealthy people. Well, who needs that when Mr. Hoxley has 49? She can just borrow one. Can't borrow a man's hat. I don't know, they don't seem that traditional. This is true. Maybe in the comfort I of their own, own home, but don't take that outside. Oh, no. Yeah, that's true. That would be filthy. Mm-hmm. Improper. Improper indeed. Mm-hmm. I mean, but how do you feel about these these little tidbits? No, I agree. Like, I feel like some of them didn't really matter. But some of them, I was a bit like, okay, when when is that going to get addressed? Right. Because it makes me feel like I read half the book. Jonathan's like, relationship with the stable boys. Come on. Exactly. Give me more of that. I'm happy to tell you that there's a whimsical <laughs> archive of our own. Where you can craft your own version of what happened with Jonathan and the stable boys. Just to be clear, we are not sponsored by this website. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't make any money, so it's fine. Oh, sad. Wait. Let's see. Oh, Oh, one more question from Jenna. Thank you, Jenna. Do you think that the ending tied up a little too nicely for Georgiana? Because to be fair, she was quite awful. She did her apology tour of like two places and then everything kind of fell into place. I mean, who else did she need to apologize to? I mean, certainly not her parents. They suck. They suck. They suck big time. <clears throat> but I, I only think she deserved it. She, there was an apology required for Betty and Thomas. That's true. Everyone else gave just as good as they got. That's fair. That's fair. That's where I'm at with that. I kind of, I really wanted Thomas to end up with uh, Betty for like, you know, three seconds there. Excuse me? I mean, just me? like right after she was poisoned and he went to go rescue her. Mm, oh. Romantic. Was she poisoned? I mean, you were given a shit ton of laudanum. I would assume that's a... What was that what that was? Laudanum? It was either laudanum or opium. I mean, they might be the... I don't know. Are laudanum and opium the same things? I have no idea. If you do, email us at wearedoingfine at gmail.com. <laughs> We're a weird podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but Robbie, now I must ask you a couple of questions. Oh my god, I thought you were doing accountability buddies for a second. I was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
Tell me how many times you've worked out this week. Once. Good job, and especially since it's been like three days since we last recorded. Literally. Anyway. Not yes, even. Sir. Please Anyways. proceed. Whomst was your favorite character? Miss mm, Betty Walters. I love her so much. She just doesn't oh know God. when to shut up. Right? And I'm like, same. <laughs> I think she is also my favorite character. Just delightful and like loyal and sweet. Huge pushover. She's basically you, but like. She's with... basically me. Yeah. She's basically you, but you, you don't talk quite as much. Mm. Mm. I don't You've never think... seen. No, you have actually compared yourself to a pig before, so. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, you've never seen me on a date, so mm. as soon as there's silence, I'm like, I will fill this with a name facts. You're welcome. That's okay. One time I went on a date, and afterwards the guy messaged me and was like, "Thank you." He like legitimately thanked me for carrying the conversation. Oh, that's so polite, though. It's polite, but I'm like, you see the problem here. <laughs> yeah, not a second. That's so funny. And second. I must ask you, how do you rate this book? I'm going to give it four stars. All right. Explanation. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> no, I I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I really liked the characters. I really liked how deep it was, considering what I thought it was going to be. Um, I've just taken one star off for those sort of unresolved storylines that I was a bit like. You definitely were encouraged to get invested in them, and then nothing happens. Yeah. Going to give it a very similar rating at three and a half. Three and a half. <gasps> yeah. Called it. I know you too well. <laughs> well, I mean, I enjoyed it enough. I wouldn't give it three stars because I feel like that's just like a. I feel like three stars is like, it was a book. It wasn't bad. <laughs> three and a half is like, there was enjoyment there. Okay. Yeah. I didn't hate my time. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. There was too many unresolved little bits for me. Um, it was quite cheesy in some points. You didn't love yeah. that? No. That's just not me. That's Unacceptable. Okay. You have to understand I'm a protagonist. I must be entertained at every minute exactly to my liking. This is true. She's very main character, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hair flip. <laughs> Visual puns for people in the audience. <laughs> well, would you like to announce... Well, actually, I have the book right here with me. Give me a drum roll to announce next month's book. <clears throat> okay, ladies and gentlemen, our book club choice for September is going to be... <gasps> the drum roll. <laughs> Magic for Liars by Sarah Gailey. Ooh excited lisa sent me very this, exciting uh book synopsis and i was like oh damn we love a private investigator and we love magic we do love both of those things and i already own it and the cover is so cute right so that's going to be very exciting and i think that's all folks Thank you for joining us. Yes, that's it. Join us for next month's book club. And if you have any thoughts, questions, etc., etc., email us at wearedoingfine at gmail.com and be part of the conversation. Yes, yeah, send us your questions, suggestions, all of that stuff. Um, 
you know, we don't do all the extra stuff that we do at the end of regular episodes. No, we don't. So we'll leave you with this. Thank you for joining us this month. Until next month. Keep, keep doing fine. Oh, God, we got to do it again. I fucked up. <laughs> keep, keep reading, reading fine. fine. Thank you. Thank you.